0: For this
1: command is a lamp. This teaching is a light and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama, as it brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and
0: soul. Listen to the word of God. How many are excited for tonight? Last week, we were blessed with, I mean, Archbishop started sharing with us um, from the book, The Art of Shepherding. One of the things that he said was that. Jesus is our ultimate example, and he is the good shepherd, and so if we want to be like him, we must set our gaze on him. They me give the example of Peter, once he looked on him, he was able to perform the miracle Jesus performed, and I felt it was a very powerful, you know, word, amen. I don't know what is coming tonight, but I trust God that whatever is coming is going to shape our lives it's going to make us better shepherds, better pastors, and all that. Ladies and gentlemen, let's be on our feet tonight and giving glory to God. Let's welcome your pastor and my pastor, the Archbishop, Patrick Bruce. Make some noise, somebody! Hey, hey, Amen. Tell somebody you want a
1: surprise. Sister Klockpa, we are here like that, <laughs> I mean, it's a very nice feeling. That, yeah, it's a, a nice feeling. I, I feel excited that at 6 o'clock I'm coming to preach. Don't do the sound like that. And, um, and I'm, I'm excited. And I have a feeling to, to be a very good night. Amen. 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 Your sound is not good. I hope you're working on it. Uh, it's not yet 8 o'clock. So that's, that's the plan. <laughs> it's time dependent. But it doesn't matter, we are here this evening, and um, I believe that God is gonna going to bless us. We are going to receive keys and steps how to become good shepherds. And um, tonight we are looking at chapter 34 in this fantastic book, The Art of Shepherding, which tells us about core areas for the development of a shepherd. Core areas for the development of a shepherd, and um, as we as we go on, I'm sure that God will speak to us and help us to uh, understand and develop. Let us pray, Father. Thank you so very, very much for this evening as we gather here. Thank you for your word that is about to come to us. Let it be a life-changing, ministry-changing word that will not be just good, nice-sounding words, but life-changing seeds that will take plant, take roots in our bodies, in our souls, and bless us, in Jesus' name, Amen. Beautiful, you may be seated. Oh, you can clap, yeah, 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 it's, it's beautiful. Tonight, we are talking about the core areas. For the development of a shepherd, when we say the core area, we mean the most important parts of the work, the character, the 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 position of 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 what it takes to be a shepherd. And um, these are Matthew 23. Let's let's look at Matthew 23. Um, This is what Jesus was saying, verse 23 verse 23 and it says woe to you unto you scribes and Pharisees hypocrites for ye pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin you know you are doing something you are doing something and have omitted the weightier matters of the law which is judgment mercy and faith and so there are some paths of of life that people are doing but there are some other parts that are weightier that are probably more important and then this is what jesus says these you ought to have done he says yeah it's okay to do the mints and onions and could it's okay it's not a bad idea but you should do the weightier." and so tonight there are some core areas the most important parts of the, of the character, the work of a shepherd, that you must have. I mean, you can have nice prison worship, you can have other things, yeah, don't stop those things too. You can have a beautiful church, nice stage, lights, and yeah, don't stop those things too. You can have um, going out, yes, but these, what we have, I, I hear tonight, what we have, what we are going to go through now are the weightier matters. These are what are the most important aspects of being a shepherd than anything else. I mean, passing your exams is good. Knowing how to pray is good. I mean, a lot of things are good. But we are looking at some of these key things. And and a shepherd, a shepherd is is a position. is a work. Hallelujah. And, And that is why... We'll go through these eight. Today we have time. Praise the Lord. Yeah, we have time, so I'm sure we can finish all the eight key areas for the development of a shepherd. And and you see, um, when it says development, why are people leaving Ghana to go to UK and America? Because it's more developed. Yeah, it's more developed. It's a a place where the road is a road. Yes, glass and there's no portals. You don't see portals. When When you put on the light, it comes. You don't have to save water in a bucket under your sink for when the water stops. The water doesn't stop. I mean, when I go to a place, when I see a lift, I say lift, me, lift. I'll walk. I'll walk because I have been in a lift where lights go out. And then you are there. And then the generator, to they can't find the porter, put on the generator to move you to the next floor. And then you are there waiting for 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Charlie, just relax. You'll be here for a while. you come out again. It is, it is it is, an undeveloped country. Look at our, our just walking outside our place, our road. There's not a proper road still. People like developed things. True or not true? Yes. And that is why when you are a shepherd who has developed, you become more attractive. You become... More, more, more appealing. I mean, we like you better. And so this evening, let's look at the core areas for us to develop our skills and our abilities as shepherds. Hallelujah. Area number one. A shepherd must develop the ability to fight. Yeah. The ability to fight is the first thing. A shepherd is a fighter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We, we, you see, we are pastors, we are ministers, we are priests, we have various different designations. But at the bottom line, a shepherd is a fighter. Hallelujah. I didn't hear a good amen. And the, it says here the reality of serving is a military campaign, ministry is the same as being at war. Hallelujah. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. And, and, and Paul says, This charge I commit unto you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies that went on before thee, that thou byest them mightest war a good warfare. Tell somebody, welcome to war. Amen. Welcome to war. We are, we are at war. Hallelujah. Oh, I didn't hear a good Amen. We are at war. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 4. What are we fighting for? We are fighting for different things. Nehemiah chapter 4, if, you're, if you bring it up, I'll be so happy. Verse 13. And this is Nehemiah speaking. Therefore set I in the lower places behind the wall, and on the higher places, I even set the people after their families with their swords their are spears and their are bows. So he has set people at different places on the wall with swords and spears and bows. To do what? Verse 14. And I looked and I rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the people, rest of the people, be ye not afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible. And do what? Fight. Tell someone you are going to fight. Hey, you are going to fight. And do what? Fight for your brethren. Fight for your sons and your daughters, your wives and your house. Tell somebody we are going to fight. Ah, A shepherd is not a gentleman who is wearing a cassock and is folding his hands to the cross and is walking. Hey, that is one side of it. But this evening in the areas to develop, I'm not mentioning that one. That one too is important. Do it. Be be gentle too. The serving ministry appointment is there. Converting ministry is there. Do it too. But tonight, we are talking about fighting. A shepherd must fight. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And you and see, listen. Fighting is not quarreling. It's not, it's not quarreling over. It's not... Physical fighting. I mean, this is... The Old Testament is, is, is in physical form what the New Testament is, spiritually. So the wars of the Old Testament are the battles of the New Testament. Yeah. So Pharaoh of the Old Testament is the devils and the other evil spirits we are fighting in the New Testament. Hallelujah. The Hittites, and Hivites and the Hivites, uh, the Amorites, and all those ites in the Old Testament are the demons... And the other witches and wizards we are fighting in the New Testament. Don't go and pull a knife on your brother and say, I'm fighting you. <laughs> That's not the way at all. But it is, it, is, it is necessary to know. We are fighting something. Hallelujah. And our warfare in the New Testament is spiritual. It is a spiritual warfare. You know, um, Ephesians chapter 6, 12, it says, what? We wrestle not against what? flesh and blood. That is not what we are fighting. It is never a person. No matter, look, if you have a serial fornicator in your church who is fornicating one by one, one by one, don't hate her. Hate the demon that drives her. And many such people too, they're not happy themselves. Yeah. And sometimes they rather need comforts. They need encouragement. They need to be told that you're not as bad as you think you are. Because they have also resigned. I'm bad. I'm bad. Uh, uh, let me do what I like. I'm bad. And he said, No, you are bad, mum. I'm not that bad. <laughs> yeah, there's hope. So we're not fighting the, the girl or the person. I mean, if your customer gets pregnant, what should you do? Do baby dedication. Yeah. Do a baby dedication. Do it quietly somewhere. Don't let her feel that you, you don't like her again. No, we like her and the baby. But the boy is the one we don't like. <laughs> the boy who went to spoil our chorister. <laughs> He's the one we don't like him again. Yeah, we'll kiss him. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But but it is it is and you see, we have made pastoring seem to be an easy a, a, a nice task. That oh, what are we fighting? I mean, don't fight. Take your time. It is God's work. It is. It is. It, I mean, what God will do, He will do. Tell somebody, hey, what God will do, He will do. But He said we should fight. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, chapter two. A very, a very interesting scripture here, and verse twenty-four. Very interesting scripture here. It says, rise ye up, talking to us. Take your journey. And this is Israel. You see, I told you the Old Testament puts in physical terms what we are doing in the New Testament. And so he's talking to us. Rise up, take your journey, pass over the river Anon. Behold, I have given into your hand Sihon, the Amorite, king of Hezbollah. And his land. What is God saying? I have given it to you. Then he says number two. Begin to possess it. And then what? Contend. With who? Him in joking and jokes. battle. For what? For the land he has already given you. For the land he has given you. He has given it to you. Now do what? Go and fight for it. And and this is the... This is the, 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 the key. If you fight, you will win. That's all. If you that's what it means. If you fight, you will win. If you don't fight, you will not win. Amen. amen. I didn't hear with amen? amen. Asking about what are you fighting for? Every you see, these are core areas to develop. Are you listening? Are you listening? If you are a shepherd and you are not fighting, you are neglecting one very important area that makes you a proper shepherd. If you are a shepherd and you are not fighting for anything, not fighting for any member, not fighting for any any choir to grow, not fighting any fight, then you are neglecting a a core area that you as a shepherd must have. I don't know why you are quiet, but we are a few so you can be quiet. It's okay. Hallelujah, Amen. Amen. Number one, you must learn to fight to overcome the enemy in your life. Some of you, the temptation when it come, no, then you fall down. Ah, the temptation doesn't even develop. Christ ah, it is in your head. Crowd, ah, then ah, you have done it already. As we are thinking about the the thing, then you have planned already in your pocket. No, you must, tell somebody you must fight some temptations. Oh, you're not, you're not saying that well. You must fight some temptations. It's a fight. Because to, to be a good shepherd, there are many things that will stand in your way. Hallelujah. Amen. You must fight it. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at Revelations. Why, why are we fighting? Why, why are we in a fight? because we have an enemy who is fighting us. Why is he fighting us? Look at this scripture. Revelation 12. Look at this very nice scripture. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of 12 stars. I don't know who this woman is, but she's important. Yeah, and, 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 she, and she brought forth a child that the, the devil tried to kill, and the devil did his very, very best to kill this child, and he didn't manage. And even the earth opened up his mouth to help the woman to save the child. I mean, it was a, a battle that The devil pursued a woman. This child, I don't know who he is. It could be Jesus, uh, who has already come. I don't know what it is. But this child was really important. And they tried very hard to stop this child being born. But they couldn't stop it. And the child was born. And the child came to life. And everything continued. Look at verse 17. Verse 17. And the dragon was wroth, was angry with the woman. And went to make war with who? With who? The remnants of her seed, which so the woman—that's us. the woman you couldn't catch her, you couldn't beat the woman, you couldn't stop her, and she gave birth. Go to verse sixteen, and I'll show you. And the earth helped the woman, opened mouth and swallowed the, the flood. So the dragon was trying to kill the baby, and he failed. So verse seventeen, she was. <laughs> the dragon was angry with the woman, but he couldn't touch her. And so he went to make war with the remnants of his seed which keep the commandment of God. Who are those? That's us. And have the testimony of Jesus. Who are those? That's us. Are you here this evening? And so as you are sitting here quietly I, a dragon <laughs> a dragon is angry at you and is coming for you to make war it's like, it's like an armed robber. I said, I'm coming to your house. They have gone to sleep. Hey, sit awake with a gun on your lap. They have marked your house cross. They are coming to your house tonight. You are coming to my house tonight and you have told me of, I know by revelation, I'm going to wait for you. Yeah. I'm going to wait for you. I'm not going to sleep and then wake up, then my things are gone. No, if you come when I'm gone. That's different. But if I know you are coming, it won't be easy at all. Hallelujah. Are you here this evening? It's a fight. Many of us are not fighting. Many of us are not fighting. War has. Look at Ukraine and the US and, and Russia. That is war. That is war. Destruction, noise, pain, fire, shouting, screaming. That is war. Many of us, you are relaxing, you're on holiday. You are on a, on a small car a slow slow coach to heaven. Yeah. You are in a train. Uh, what? That's a papa. You're going to heaven. chuku, chuku, chuku. Just going to heaven slowly. No hurry. No fire. No giddy giddy. Just take your time. Slow train. Chuku chuku, chuku, chuku. chuku, chuku. you are going to heaven. That's not how it is. Amen. Amen. If you are a shepherd. I mean, if you're a member, if you're a church member, oh, it's, it's a very good idea to be a, to go to heaven. That one there is, is good. If you're a church member, yeah. But if you're a shepherd, and a shepherd, a pastor, a, a, a reverend, a bishop, all those peoples are under the shepherd de- denomination. If you are a shepherd, ask me, are you a shepherd? I'm just cross-checking. Ask are you a shepherd? I'm just cross-checking. Are you a shepherd? If you are. Welcome to the war. Welcome to the fight. Don't come and sit. I mean, look. You see some of you your room there's nothing there, just a the bed. There's no need to lock anything. It's a bedroom. And a bulb and a bulb. There's nothing to be stolen. So if you leave your door open, there's no problem. But when you have bought a TV, 25-inch, 35-inch, 45-inch TV, and you bought a 9 house system and you have your laptop and your phones in your room, then you better lock your door. Yeah. And as the value of your things increase, your security must increase. Yeah. If you are going to have bigger TVs and bigger laptops and things in your room, you can't have a plywood door that we can kick and then open it like that. You need to have a security door. That is the world we are in. The, the, the souls, the, 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 the price of the war. Souls. Souls. And souls are expensive. What will a man give in exchange for his soul? It's expensive. And that's why you must have strong defenses. I didn't hear an amen. amen. You must have a strong defense to be able to fight and keep that which God has given us. Hallelujah. Amen. So, area number one is We are fighting. We are in a war. And as a shepherd, you must fight. Amen. Amen. Area number two. A shepherd must develop their conscience. Their conscience. First Timothy chapter one and verse five. Their conscience. Now the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart. And of a good conscience and of faith and faith or real faith. It means the end. When, the, when we have obeyed the law as best as we can and we have been sharpened and shaped we become people of conscience. Yeah. You become a person with a conscience. That is why Acts chapter 20, 24, Act 24 and verse 16. This is what Paul is saying. And herein do I exercise myself. This is what I am striving for. To have always a conscience void of offense towards God and towards men. That is what Paul says. I I want to have a conscience. What is the conscience? Your conscience, it, it says here, is that still small voice that speaks from within you about right and wrong. That's the conscience. The conscience is, is not discussing many, many things. It only discusses one thing, whether what you are doing is right or wrong. That's it. That's it. That's what the conscience is doing. It is just it is here to tell you it is like a what's oh, is it m c q plus or my, no not um objectives, two or false that's all two or false, two or false there's nothing there's no essay discussion, it's just good bad there's no like you know it's blue shades of blue and green, and then there's no no no, 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 your conscience is right or wrong that's what it is, hallelujah, Amen. and it is a voice inside you it is you see we 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 say a spirit so we are not too sure. Is it angel? I don't know. I can't decide. Even the um, prophet says whether the conscience is the voice of the spirit or the voice of the soul. I cannot really tell. If he can tell, how can I tell? Yes. Ah, if he can know, I don't know. I also don't know. We all don't know. But I believe it is a voice that is inside us. And the conscience will tell us of things right or wrong. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you something the conscience does not lie your conscience does not lie, it does not impress anybody amen I mean your, your conscience is speaking to you alone in your bedroom and there's no one there ah, there's no need to tell any lies, it doesn't lie it just tells you bluntly what is there or what is not there that's all Amen. Are you here? That's what it is. It doesn't lie. It just, it just, is there. But, you can switch it off. It doesn't lie. Once it's on, it will speak to you. It's like a radio. Once it's on, it will speak to you. It will tell you whether what you are doing is right or wrong. That's it. That's it. It doesn't, discuss anything. It doesn't tell you that, you know, because I'm poor so that's why I I stole the food. And then, no, 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 no. It doesn't discuss your poverty. It doesn't discuss whether the girl was dressed in a very short skirt and I could see things and my hand went against my, it doesn't discuss she was tempting you. She was shaking her buttocks at me and I saw it. And my, I couldn't, it doesn't discuss all those reasons. It was wrong. Don't touch. It doesn't, like, oh, you know, there was no one then. She told me to touch. No, 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 no. It doesn't discuss all those reasons or explanations. It doesn't discuss them. It just says that touching is wrong. It doesn't discuss. It. Amen. It is the, and you see, as you are here, you, the, some of you who may be quiet, is because it switched off. If you are here and you don't hear a voice in your head, instantly telling you things then maybe yours is switched off. Yeah. It's switched off. It's not working. Either because you have stopped using it or it's dead. It's been seared. Amen. It's been seared. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 19. Holding faith in a good conscience which some having put away have Made shipwreck. Yeah, okay, that's not what I'm looking for. Seared conscience. Uh, do, 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 do. First Timothy 4 2. 1 Timothy 4 2. Having speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared. When you see, when you watch these olden, olden day movies, when a person has a very serious cut or, or something and they can't stop the bleeding, they bring a hot sword. Yeah. You watch Roman films? Yeah. Yes. And then they put the hot sword against the skin to burn the skin. When it's burnt, number one, the blood, doctor, it's not true, it's true. The, the blood doesn't flow again. And two, the skin is dead. After that, you don't feel anything again. When you have scars, you don't feel anything again. As scar tissue is painless. You can take a pin and prick yourself there. And you will not feel anything. You say, oh yeah, very much a man. It's just a scar you are pricking. When, it, the, when the conscience is seared, it becomes silent. Doesn't prick again. And when you are, listen, when you are a frequent liar, when you are a frequent liar, you are seeing your country. You see, when you tell lies, most lies you are lying, you know it's not true. Are you here? Most of us, the lies you tell, you know it's not true. And as you keep saying it, what happens is you begin to believe it. Yeah. Begin to believe your own lie. And then what happens after that is that after a while, you're no longer sure what is true and what is not true. You have chased girls, ah, in your head now, is legal and justified. After all, my wife didn't allow me to have sex, so I'm allowed to go and release myself. It has become legalized in your mind. Amen. Amen. Those of us who don't listen to the voice of your conscience, it can't stop you from doing anything. You are heading to the first scripture I gave, making shipwreck of their lives. That's where you are heading. When their consciousness is switched off, put away, they make. Sure, after a while, you are confused, and, and that is why some girls can wear dresses, and you wonder, ah, this girl, don't you feel naked? No. Yeah. I mean, don't you? I mean, don't you feel you, not me, you? Don't you feel that I'm showing too much leg? Mm. And when you walk, that we can see things, or oh, you don't mind. Don't you feel that your breast is, we are seeing too much breast now? No, 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 no. They don't mind again. They don't mind again. It is is switched off because they have worn it all their lives. It's now normal. Mm -hmm. Having put away their, shall we go back? Having put away concerning faith and, and the conscience made shipwreck of their lives hallelujah Amen. how many have heard that voice before if your hand is down then <laughs> there's a problem your hand is down you can't hear your voice can't tell you anything no, no 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 you are here and then you have not heard anything sunday morning you are in bed and nothing is saying that you get up and go you are late to a, a program and you don't care. No, some have shut down, I've shut off their 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 conscience. Yeah. So I mean I'm also late. It's okay. It 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 doesn't adjust. It is on or off. But this is what happens. When we say develop your conscience, it means make it more sensitive. Make it able to catch smaller things. First, it can catch birds, but now go and catch flies, and then catch mosquitoes. It should be more sensitive. It should be able to catch, you know, not not. You see, so, somebody can say that you can, as a, a Christian with a low conscience, you can watch pornography. After all, it's not mentioned in the Bible. Yeah? It's not mentioned in the Bible. The Bible didn't say it about pornography, good or bad. And I'm just watching. I didn't touch any girl. I'm alone. Yeah. And I did too. to. I was able to control myself. So I just watched more and I just went away. Yeah? And um, it, 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 you can justify it. But when you sharpen it, even when your eyes strays, and then you see something, then hey, me cry, what have I seen? Little things will disturb you. I don't know why you're quiet. Little things will disturb you. Yeah? When, when your conscience has been developed and sharpened, even when you are late for a meeting, you will feel bad. Ah, right now, people just walking late, come to church, walking late, chewing up. <laughs> come and sit down, and they don't even mind whether half the sermon is over or not. And even as they come later, looking outside the window. No, no, no. But when your conscience is seared, and you see, and you are going, you are in a hurry, I'm missing something. I should be there and not here. I should be doing this and not that. That's the conscience. Amen. Amen. It is how God directs us. Amen. Amen. It is one of the best areas to develop to stay away from sin it is not the, it is the best area to develop it will keep you away from sin because nobody will discuss with you when you are alone whether to touch or not touch if your conscience is working you will not touch amen, amen. And, and listen too many times we ignore our consciences too many times we say oh nobody's here nobody heard. I mean, it's only me after I can pass it by. No. You, you must listen to it. Hallelujah. Amen. I didn't hear a good amen. amen. A conscience. Yeah. It should talk to you, especially at night, not only night, but especially at night, when you lie down and you think about your day, and you remember what you have done, it should bother you. It should bother you that I didn't give offering. No, uh, that one there, yeah, it should bother you. I mean, the offering basket came, and I was thinking of, of I have bills, oh. I have to pay my My I have to lunch tomorrow, lunch Thursday, the, lunch show. Oh. Then the offering basket came, be the offering basket. And then it came, and then and I, I, I didn't, then it's like, Charlie, I can't pay. I can't pay today. I can't pay today because I'm tight. And then the basket will pass. After it has passed, you should feel bad. After it has passed, I didn't give. No problem because I'm calculating and I'm doing some mathematics in my head. No problem. We understand that one. After the, it has passed and gone, you should feel bad. I should have done it. I, I know God can take care of me. Conscience will tell you, but can't God take care of you? You know your obligation as a Christian you should give. You know your God, he will take care of you. You know that you will not starve to death over one lunch you have missed. And you know that you should have done this thing rightly. You should have given. That's the conscience. After it has passed. I mean, maybe, and you see, sometimes we do the wrong things. Yes, no problem. But after it is over. Your conscience must announce its presence. I'm here. You, what you did was wrong. Are you here this evening? Is your conscience awake? Ask your neighbor, is your conscience working? It should develop it to catch everything, to catch the little things. Not only stealing money, but even thinking of it. When you look at somebody and you are wondering how big are they? Are they size size 18 or size 70? They say, hey, what am I thinking? What am I thinking? You must catch yourself. You are quiet this evening. <laughs> you must catch yourself. How many have caught their mind straying before? Your mind was going somewhere. It wasn't your plan. You were at a place either for evil or for bad. I don't know which way it was. And your mind began to go along a line of things that are not good or holy. And then as it's going, then you wake up. Hey, what am I thinking? What am I thinking? Come back to your senses. That's your conscience. It is correcting you along the way. May your conscience be developed and become highly sensitive to catch every little thing. Amen. Number three. Shepherds must develop godliness. Godliness. A shepherd. What's number one? Ability to fight. What's number two? Your conscience. Number three is develop godliness. Look, these are books that are... You should all have their books. How many have Macarius? So, is it on your shelf for show or for, for which... It should be something you are carrying with you. And you know what you are doing this evening. It is announced on the program. And Sunday you are doing loyalty. I've told you all this in advance. Bring the books. Yes. Or it will be there. Thomas we eat it on your shelf. <laughs> Shepherds must develop their godliness. First Timothy 6:11. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness. Godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Follow after godliness. Hallelujah. Amen. Follow after godliness. Ephesians 5. This one. Ephesians 5. And it says, Be ye therefore followers of God. Amen. Be ye therefore followers of God. Pastors must develop themselves to become more like God. Amen. 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 Pastors must develop themselves to become more like God. Hallelujah. After all, we are made in God's image as people already. Now want to develop and become more like God. Hallelujah. Amen. When you say more like God, what does it mean? I mean, because physical appearance is not what we are talking about. It is it is in spiritual characteristics. Hallelujah. Amen. It is in in, in resemblance. That's that's why you see, that's why even a, a young lady can resemble her father, but she's a girl. They have a way of looking, the same nose, the same forehead, even the way they walk. I mean, people can res- So, we, we should begin to resemble God in, in many different ways. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here this evening Amen. to resemble God? Amen. Amen? The way he is, to be as he is, so are we. Hallelujah. Amen. But we can't see God to look like him or dress like him. We can't see God. All we have are his ways and his acts. His ways and his acts. So what we can do to become more godly is what? To behave more and more like him. That when we say uh, you are godly, it's not how you look. You have made your hands, put your hands together and you're then you are godly. These are the ones who are drinking the wine behind, <laughs> behind the, the, the altar. They are the ones. Or oh, it's not true. How many have drunk the wine some before? You, uh uh-huh. They are there. They have drunk the wine behind the altar before. Many others are around. You, you gave them some. Yeah. yeah. It's not appearance. It is Character hallelujah. It is character. There there are many things that 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 are God's character. But tonight I'll give you three that I think most mark God. I mean, it's impossible to give only three, but my time is already finishing. So I'll give you three that most mark God and make us most like him. Number one, God is love. God is love. So First John 4, 8. First John 4, 8. Let me see. He that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. So, you must be a loving person. Hey, you're quiet. I didn't say a sexy person. A sexy person. I'm loving. I need loving to show, show my love to the girls. No, no, no. What about the boys? Yeah, show your love to the old men and their grandmothers. What about them? You are sexy grandmothers? Hey, yes. I, I wonder. I wonder how you can go to a grandmother and feel sexy about her. No, 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 no. <laughs> it will work easily. No erection at all. <laughs> no, it, cannot, it cannot work. It cannot be that. It cannot be like that. A loving person, I mean a father, a father who has daughters and you are a loving father. There's no idea of sex at all with your daughter. Oh, I mean, she's your baby daughter. She can even sit on your lap and rock her to bed. She's just your baby daughter. When we talk about God is love, it is a certain caring. Caring for people. And you see, most people, are, are you here tonight? Most people, this is where we are not godly, I would say anti-godly, but least godly. Most people care for their wife and their children, full stop. Yeah. They 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 care for a very small circle of friends. And if you happen to be outside, Shabayaha, you better pray for yourself. Because if there's uh, um, any help, just for those on this side, and those of you who are here, Who born you? You to go to your house. Why? You to find your way, and then they don't care at all. But God loves everybody. That the sun shines on the just and the unjust. Yeah, that's God. And so, a loving person can see a stranger and feel compassion. It's not only your children who need new socks and new shoes and new uh, uh, singlets. All your children need good food to eat. No, no, no. A loving person can see another person's child and say, has this boy eaten? Has this boy eaten? Yeah. That is God. God cares for everybody. We have limited ourselves to a small circle. Tap neighbor, That's your fault. You have not gone out to love to you. A stranger is a stranger. A stranger is a friend you are just about to meet. Most people who are your friends go back 5, 10, 15 years. They were strangers. They were strangers. 20 years ago, I would walk past this man and I would, this Ashanti man with a gray beard and I will just walk past him and go away. Where were you born? You're from Kumasi? Where? Bantama? I walk with this Bantama, local Bantama boy. I, mean, I just walk past him and go. 20 years ago, and you see him as an area boy here. But look at us now. A stranger is a friend you are yet to make. Yeah. But many of us, we don't care. You have, I mean, sometimes somebody comes to you. You won't even bother to reach out and ask yourself, how, who are you? Even to, even, even to be polite. That's why, are you here this evening? That's why many of us who are pastors we fail in one peculiar area deep sea fishing. We fail. We fail to be nice to strangers. We fail to you are in a church, your own church, and there's a stranger in your church, you don't know who he is, you won't go and greet him. You have stopped being godly, you have become totally natural, animalistic. Animals protect their children. A chicken will die for her chicks. They will protect their children. But other birds, you can't find your God. Yeah. That's one of the first things about being godly. You care for people. When you come to the roadside and you see people begging, you have no sympathy. Go and get a job. Go and get a job even graduates who are finished school can't get jobs. Can't get jobs. My wife taught me something. She said, when she sees these people who wash car windscreens and, and things in traffic, she says that, I, I used to say, oh, don't, uh, Mr. Man, excuse me. She says, no. Give them something. I give to the beggars. But these guys who are able-bodied, I don't give them. She says, no, give to them. Why? They are trying to do something. They are trying to do something. At least it's, a, it's done a small service. Clean your windscreen. You didn't ask him, but he's done it for you. Give him one CD. A small token for a small service. If your son was to do the same and you got money, you would not mind. The first sign of godliness is that you are loving, you care for strangers. A stranger can come to you for help and you give the help willingly. That's a shepherd. That's how you can build a big church, by loving st- How many people do you know your church? Most are strangers. That's why you don't have a big church. Most of the people who come to church, are strangers. People you don't know. You are now coming to know them. After you come and sit by them and say, hello, how are you? They say, you're welcome to my church. I said, who invited you? I came by myself. Really? Well done. My name is Patrick. What's your name? And, 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 and even more painful is when you come one day and sit by the person and chat and smile and go away. And then next week, see the same person and walk by her. Then that first week meeting was insignificant. It meant nothing. Because I know I forget, I warn them. Next time you see me and I'm passing, stop me. Say, Pastor, I'm the one. I say, ah, it's true, it's true, it's true. You are the one. Because I warn them that, listen, I meet people all the time. And my head is jumbled. So, as I see today, as I'm going like this, I've forgotten you. I warn them at the word go. So, please, next week, call me me and so when I've forgotten them and they say pastor I I told you I'll forget you I told I warned you I'll forget you and you see, I've done I've kept my promise (laughs) I've kept my promise I forgot you yes because I care but I know I'm weak but I have to I can't let it be a stumbling block I know how painful it takes to be forgotten so I always try to cover it in advance God is love Care for everybody. Number two, God is merciful. A merciful and gracious God. God is merciful. Number two, you must be merciful. Too many of us are wicked. Wicked. You don't forgive. House girl has taken some small thing. Pine. Somebody has come to cross you in town. Hey, foolish man, move your dirty car out of my... way. Hey! Hey! one day I was with somebody and his son and they were driving they were driving and then somebody crossed us then the man said fresh come out your car from there and the car went and we drove I didn't say anything because he's older than me and then we drove Some time later, I was in a car with him again. With his son. And then somebody crossed us. And the son said, (laughs) foolish! Come out the car! And the man said, hey! Stop behaving! Behave! And the guy said, but you said it. But you said it. Yeah, I've learned it from you. If you had been merciful. If you had been gentle. You are not merciful. We are, are not kind. Somebody is asking for. Somebody is asking for one city. One city. And you have one city. Do you know how I think? In my head. I think like this. If somebody asks me for something, very often, that thing, if it falls down, I may not bother to pick it up. It means little to me. But to that person, it means something. I will give it. I will give it. Be merciful. Look at people's situation and imagine that they need help. And right now, people need help. People need help. God is number three, God is just, he's just, he's fair, he's fair, he doesn't do, I mean treat people the same, treat people, be be fair, be fair to people, yeah, I learned long ago as a pastor that I cannot be partial, I learned it long ago, once, very, very long ago. Some pastor B, he bore me, pa, he bore me. Do you understand, he bore me. Do you want to know what he did? I won't tell you. He bore me, pa. I mean, he really upsets me, you know. And I was just so upset. And soon after that, I received pianos to give to my pastors. Some part, not all will get. Some will get and some won't get. So I should choose who should get. And I said that I should give, I should give to the of course the biggest churches, or the ones who have safe churches, or the ones who have all those who have who qualify for the piano. This guy. This guy, he qualified. I said to myself, I I feel my flesh saying don't give him. I'm not lying to you. My flesh said this is your time to show him. Don't give him. But I said it's wrong to do that. It's wrong. That he has, he deserves it. I should give it to him. So I called him. Come for your piano. And he came and he took it and he went away. He didn't know the inner turmoil <laughs> <laughs> that was going on inside me. That. Uh, I, I wish I could have squeezed him but I said no I can't use my position to be unfair to anybody it's not right it's not right are you here this evening if you want to be a good shepherd you cannot be unfair cannot be partial you will think why you're my favorite no 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 no, no that's not how it works that's not how it works. Your favorite is the one who will sing. And the rest who are also doing their best, they won't sing because why? I don't know your mother or your father. No, 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 no. There must be another way to choose singers than your pets. There must be. But you see, again, too, it's a bit complex here because sometimes those who also are doing well are the ones you like. As if you, you, you choose what you like. But it's also the other way around. When you do well, we'll like you. They will make you sing more. Yeah. But when you stop singing to it, you some misbehaving, we'll press eject. (laughs) Yes. You go out the same way. Hallelujah. You must be godly. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 17. Now the Lord is that Spirit. And where the Lord is, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Yes? But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed. Are changed into the same image. That is the purpose of being many years in church. Year by year by year, you should be changing. I didn't hear an amen. Year by year. Every, the longer you are in church, the more you shall change and be transformed to become a different person. Some of you, you have been in church for many, many years. You have not changed. You have been in church for years. And the same sins are biting you. What, what is the use? What is the use? You must change and we are being changed into this god god is molding us are you here this evening yeah that's his aim and if you are a pastor that is also our aim to mold them in the image of god that we should be more godly that's why if you have been in church for years and years you should be more prayerful But many Christians have been in church for years and still you struggle to go to prayer meeting. You have been in church for years. One year is long enough to learn that you need to talk to God. And you have been in church for years and still prayer meeting is, a, is, is we must begin to do gymnastics for you to come to prayer meeting. We must make it a special meeting Barak tre- prayer meeting, Chanak prayer meeting, Paris prayer meeting. We can't just announce prayer meeting. Why? You won't come. We have to make it nice. Prayer meeting with oil and, and communion. Prayer meeting with deliverance and fasting. We are making it something special. Why? Because an ordinary prayer meeting, you won't come. What kind of Christian are you? And you are a shepherd too. Tell someone you are a useless shepherd. You are a useless shepherd. Oh no! Tell somebody. You see, if you are a shepherd and you struggle to go for a prayer meeting, you don't deserve to be called a shepherd. I don't know why you are quiet on that one. You don't deserve. You should resign at once. Say, I'm no longer a shepherd. I thought I was, but I see I'm not. There is nothing shepherdy in me. It's more humani- humanistic things. I'm a human being. I'm a Christian. But are you a shepherd? No, you are not. Even a Christian, Christ should go and pray. Be godly. Tell somebody got to be godly. We must see small God in you. We must see something about God in you. Are you, are you able to forgive? Do you, do you have, look, you'll be amazed at how many Christians have grudges grudges. My my son just called me asking how was church yesterday? He said hmm, hmm. I said what? He said hmm, I learned something. Now what? Some Christians. If there there were there were some Christians and they were going to church and he noticed when one comes to church, the other doesn't come. One traveled was out of the country for some months. So the other was in church. Ah, so he, he was very happy. Now you're back in church. He was very happy. Then one Sunday, last Sunday, she didn't come. And then he noticed this other one came. Then he told his wife to call a, a small party of people in his house. Then they called. He didn't know. Then he called this one. Come. You didn't come to church on Sunday. So come. T- uh, yesterday, Sunday, Monday to my house for a small party. So, oh yeah, I'll come. I'll come. Everything. Then I, so when I come in, bring this girl. Hey! I won't come again. Bring, I should bring this girl. She's coming some. She's coming some. I won't come again. How can? How can you be how can you be so angry at somebody that are, you are being blessed with something and you won't take it? Tell somebody what kind of bitterness is this? Kind of bitterness? And, and there are some here like that. Oh yes. Oh yeah. There are some here like that. You are you are angry. Maybe not a church member, but there are lingering resentments in hearts. Ah, kind of forgive. Tell somebody you have to forgive, and you are a shepherd. Your members, they will do you. Oh, yes. They will do, they will break your members. They will break your hearts. It's part of it. It's part of it. Listen, the first man who named his son Patrick, he told me that he's going to call his son Patrick. I was so surprised. I said, Really? After me? I was surprised. Really? Oh, beautiful. So he did. He called the son Patrick after me. Within two years, he left church. <laughs> he has left church over some printing of something. There was some confusion. Went to print at the wrong place and not at his place. And then he was offended. And, and I said, how can you name your son Patrick? And you have gone away with, with Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> now Patrick is in your house. And you have gone away. That's Patrick. I don't miss him every day. <laughs> I'll oh, beat him every day. Patrick, he's dead. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Tell somebody be loving. Be merciful. And be just. Be kind. Be kind. Hallelujah. Be godly. You should be becoming more and more like Jesus. You should be increasing, improving your godliness. I can't hear an amen. amen. They should see you, you're you say, hey, you are changing. oh!" And you must see that I'm changing. The things I used to do, I do them no more. Not the big ones. All of them. I mean, and, and see, some you have stopped because you are afraid of being caught. Not because you want to stop. If you get, you will do but because of the disgrace of being caught. So you're you are, you are afraid to go into sins. But if you had a chance, that's why some of you don't travel to a country where nobody knows you. No, 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 no. Don't go to a place where you are unknown. When you get there, your sins will rise up. You'll be amazed that this is you uh, behaving in a certain way. You'll be amazed that you backslide totally. Number four. Number four, fourth area where a shepherd must develop himself: you must have spiritual pursuits, spiritual goals. First Timothy six eleven. But flee from these, you man of God, and pursue, pursue, chase, go after certain things. Chase them, go after them. Certain things, what are they? Righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. What is your aim in life? What are you trying to achieve? I want to get a degree. I want to get a master's. I want to get a PhD. I want to buy a car. I want to go abroad. I will Ask him about what do, what do you want in life? Please tap your neighbor. Ask him, what do you want in life? I want to build my own house. I don't want to pay rent again. I want to go... Get a visa and travel to America. I want to see New York. I want to go to uh, Empire State Building. Oh, I mean, ask him about what do you want. Please ask him what do you want. I want an iPhone. I want to get my hair done with real human hair. I want to buy a watch that costs one thousand, hundred thousand dollars. I mean, people have desires. Amen. Almost none of them. Are spiritual. Are you here tonight? Tap your neighbor. Almost none of your desires of the things you want, almost none of them are spiritual. Everything is natural: money, phone, cows, food, promotion, transfer, visa. Oh, tap your neighbor, tap it. Say you are the one they are talking to this evening, you are the one. You have no spiritual mind. Your mind is natural. Money, 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 money. And food and sex and wife and baby and house and car. That's all you're looking for. That's all you're looking for. Nothing spiritual. Nothing. Almost nobody is praying, oh God, let me hear you better. Almost nobody is praying, Lord, make me loving. Let me be able to lay aside my burdens and care. Nope, almost nobody. Everybody is praying for things of this world. Yeah. I met some people, I was telling them, heaven, you must have a heart and a mind for heaven. Why you don't? You, you are on earth. Here, here, here. I dare this earth. I see when you die, you stay here. I did this earth. I'm here. This is my home. Earth is my home. Yeah, it's your home. One day, I was coming from Tamale, coming to Accra. And the bus, it was in the evening, and we left Tamale and stopped at Techiman. This is many years ago. The Techiman toilets, in those days, worse than bad. Nasty, stinking. Overflowing with urine and fist is terrible. I mean, a place where before you go in, you must (laughs) have (laughs) a ventilator. You don't breathe inside. I said, You don't breathe inside. Ammonia fumes. One day, I was passing through that place. And I said, what a terrible place. I said, thank God I don't live here. Then I heard the Spirit said, that's how earth is. Thank God you don't live here. That's how earth is. You are passing through this earth. It's not your home. You just a stop on the way from heaven to heaven. And you are passing through this earth. So when you come to that place and it's so nasty and stinking, I can take it. It's not my home. I'm just passing through. Yeah, I'm just passing through. It's not my home. I, there's urine on the floor everywhere. You are just walking like this to go away. It doesn't matter. It's not my bathroom. In my house. No, 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 no. It's not possible. But I man, uh, it can happen. It's okay. I will accept it. This is not my home. So whatever happens on this earth, I can accept it. But if this earth is your home, your aim is money, 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 house, car, things you never be happy. It will sting before your face. That's why as a shepherd, you must have a spiritual pursuit. Something you are looking for. That is not natural, but spiritual. Something you really want. Something you really want. I want this thing. It's not an iPhone, not a TV, not a car, not money, not bank account, not pin number, not passport. It's something spiritual. And that's not how we are. We don't want these things. Everybody wants what everybody can tell you what they want. Oh yes. Many times I say, Lord, I want to hear. That's that's my prayer. I want to hear. Yes, I want to hear guide me. I mean as I was preparing, then God said change and come and do this book. As I was so happy. When I hear, I'm so I mean it's more than food and everything else.
0: I want to go to KFC.
1: What's, what's, what food is KFC? No, 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 no. You, you don't have spiritual pursuits. I said you don't have spiritual pursuits. There's nothing you want spiritual. Tap your neighbor. Asking what 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 kind of person are you? What kind of person are you? Our prayer topics our prayer topics reveal what we really want. Few, few pastors pray for anointing. Few pastors pray for anointing. Lord, anoint me. Empower me. Even when they are praying for miracles, is to show their power. No, 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 no. A miracle is to show God's power. And to help somebody, not to not to show your power. Who are you? You don't have any power, it is God working through something through you. That's that is it. What do you want? This is what prophet says. I did not pray for such spiritual things at the beginning of my Christian life and ministry. That's how we begin. We all begin by not being mindful of spiritual things. But now, now, I sense my desperate need for these spiritual things. Now I, I pray to feel God, to know God. Now I pray for my sons to know Him, not to have money. Oh, no. I have seen that money, you can have money and you're not happy. Oh yes, money. No, 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 no. But many of us we don't pray for spiritual things. Tell anybody start praying. You must fast for something that you will not eat or wear or have or be. That I will know you. The power of your resurrection. That's what you you must pray for now. Yeah, pray, pray. Just pray. I want to hear God. I want, I mean, to me, that's my most common, my best prayer, to hear God. Every day. That's my prayer. I want to hear God. I want to hear what he, I mean, he has, every day, he says something. Every day, he has something to guidance. My son, every day, I I can say something to him. Every day, I'll say something to him. Every day. I never lack things to say, or I always have something to say. I want to hear what God has to tell me as a son and I know he's talking so I'm praying, let me hear better let me hear better understand more clearly spiritual goals what is your spiritual goal? don't have any don't have any prophet's spiritual goal 100 million souls hey 100 million souls. Not, not, not natural. Not, or, or nothing he wants is natural for this world. The things he's fighting for, they're not for him. He's fighting to build churches. And most of those churches, he will never go there. I tell you. 99% of our churches, where they are, he will never go there. He's even, even Kumasi Kra is a problem to come to Kumasi. How much we're going to the villages. He would never go there. But he's fighting us to build churches. Meetings about meetings about building a church. I mean today, building church in Tumu area. I'm going there next week. Tumu. Tumu is a far... Tumu in the corner, the upper uh, uh, western corner of Ghana. I'm going there next week to go and do churches. That he has built all the corner. I can tell the names. So you'll be laughing at the names. Yeah. He will, it is not likely prophet to go there. But he's fighting to build the churches. That's a spiritual, spiritual uh, 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 goal. Yeah. To build churches at a place he will never go himself. For some, for some pastor who may never himself be able to build a church I'm building it for you. I'm building it for you. Yeah. Spiritual goals. Yeah, yeah. We are here. We are just praying for we're just praying for house and car and things. Yeah. And the car too, when it comes, look, your car, eh, the day it lands, that day it begins to grow old. Straight away it's finished. And the next week the release 2023 edition is old have a spiritual goal something that god has placed on your heart not things not things number 5 recently i was thinking that i don't dream I don't dream much. I've been thinking, I'm going to start praying for dreams and visions. I'm going to start praying. Lord, I've prayed to see angels. I've not seen yet. I'm going to expand it to see visions. It's something I don't have. I think I want it. Yes. I'm going to start praying. I want to dream and see things. Yeah. If he doesn't give me, it's not a problem. Hey, why? Why? My prayers not all answered. I take it like that, but if He gives me praise the Lord, but I'll desire it. I'll desire it. Number five. Shepherds must develop their gifts. Shepherds must develop their gifts. Hallelujah. They must develop their gifts. First Timothy four verse 14. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. There's a gift in all of us. Everybody has a gift. A measure of grace. Everybody has something. Number one, few of us have bothered to know what gift God has given you. Few of us. Few of us know what your gift is. You are just in church. You come and go say, so Oh me, I can't sing, I can't do Asha, I can't do this. You have cancelled everything. So, what can you do? So, what can you do? Tell me your gift. You don't know what it is, and that's why you just cancel, 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 cancel by your feelings and your emotions. And some too they will say that I'm not going to acquire because of one person in the choir. That's why they won't come to the choir, and the ashes, their work is too hard. They always do. I can't do the usher work, and the counseling. I don't come early. That's all. They're, they are they are using comfort to cancel hard work and inconvenience, and they don't check what is their gift and what God has called them to do. My my calling as a pastor is totally against my nature. My nature is withdraw and be in my house alone. That's my nature. To be alone in my room, melancholic with my books, happy with my company. But I see my gift as other people, so I must come out of my shell and reach out to people. And that's my gift. Recognize it and develop it. And that's why I'm standing here today. Because my little gift that I had as a church as a pastor of a classroom church, that's where it began. In a classroom. NTC, the first floor. I began there. Today I've developed the at where I am now. Don't come. Don't come. Where is your gift? Where, where how come your gift won? You can't find it. You are sitting there doing nothing. Look at your neighbor, useless neighbor. Look at your neighbor, useless. What are you doing in church? I said, look at your neighbor and tell them useless. What are you doing in church? And 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 you see, some two who are in the choir or usher or other things, they are there because they don't know what else to do. It's not your very few have a gift of singing if such a thing exists. But you've all gone to the choir to go and sit there and just sing. Be a backer in the background and just stand there and sing. Oh, I'm in a choir. I'm in a choir. I, I mean, because it will keep you in church, we accept it. Because you keep coming to church. And as you keep coming, we pray. One day, your eye will open and say, oh, let me try this. That's why we say choir, do after it, evangelism. Do everything. But the choir only sings. Yeah. That's all they do. They only sing. And there's no attempt to come back to this thing called spiritual gifts. Singing is not a spiritual gift. No. What is your gift? Every pastor must, every shepherd must find your gift and develop it. Take it work up. Find your gift. What is it that God has placed in you? Find it. And when you find it, do it. Do it well. No matter how little it is, it will grow. I mean, an ant is very small. But a very big ant, about one inch, yeah, is still very small compared to other animals. But for an ant, a one inch ant,
0: is very big.
1: It's very, an ant like this, if you see, then you run away. Very big. No matter how small you are, you can be you can be the biggest of the small. Whatever gift it is, whatever level you operate, you are supposed to develop that gift at that place. I didn't hear any amen. amen. Your gift, eh, I I think it is maybe the key to your development as a Christian. That's what I think. A man's gift makes room for him. And brings him before great men. I think your, your gift, if you can find your gift, whatever it is, it is, that is what will make you significant. I don't think you heard me this evening. You didn't hear me. That gift, whatever it is, if you do it, it is that thing that will make you important in the world. Otherwise, you can be just another human being who doesn't matter to anybody. Tell me the Germany president, a very important man, do you know his name? Nobody here knows his name. Even the UK Prime Minister who was just voted, nobody, most here don't know her name. A very important post in the world is meaningless to us. Meaningless. Means nothing to us. How much more a a business owner at the doom? (laughs) Useless. You mean nothing to us. I said, you mean nothing to us. You have a shop at the doom and so what? I mean, name three black star players. Name three black star players. You call the IU, did IU, I IU and play IU. That's all. That's all you know. We, and, and you see, these are the best footballers in Ghana. You don't even know who they are. It tells you how unimportant many things are. How unimportant. Name the Bank of Ghana governor. You don't know who he is. The man who is taking our city up or down, we don't know where. You don't know who he is. Even his name. don't know his name. don't know his name. It's unimportant to us. But I tell you, when you, when you begin to work in your gifts, suddenly you become important to many people. Suddenly. Suddenly. People will look for you. You'll be amazed. In the night you get phone calls. Somebody is sick, they're calling you. Somebody's had a baby, they're calling you. Somebody's got a new car, a new house, they're calling you. Somebody's uh, got a problem, police case, doctor. Are, You're amazed how important you become simply because you found your gift. And a shepherd, your gift is shepherding, pastoring, watching over people. As a, that's your gift, as a shepherd. That's, and you may have a... Get, we, we have abandoned our gifts and left them to just be there. And that's why most of us do nothing in church. You can't find any area to exercise yourself. And I tell you, Asha's, Aquaba ladies singing, all those things, they are not gifts. They are just helping the church function well. Those who are truly gifted in these things, you will see it. Oh yeah. Those who are truly gifted as ashes, as choristers, as aquabal, those who are truly gifted, you will see it. You can't stop them. You can't stop them. When they come, they have come early. They've cleaned the whole place. They've come to bring flowers. They've come to tie ribbons. Hey, what is this? Ah, it's nothing. They say it's nothing. They've come. They have come early. What? I mean, uh, uh, you are just standing at the door, but they come and they smile and they shake everybody's hand and they're always smiling. They are different from those who are there for lack of anything else to do. They are different. Those who are called to be hostesses, called to encourage, they do it with a clear difference. An usher who is called, an usher, a difference. An asher who is called, he can come alone. Nobody is here. No problem. I kill it myself. The other one. Who is here? (laughs) Nobody. Away. We are all going. We all didn't come. We all are going. We all didn't come. I'm here alone. Me alone. I should do alone. Ah, It's not my house. I'm going home. But the asher who is called... When he lands here alone, it doesn't matter. It's like, this is my house. I'm doing it. I'll, I'll start. Two hours, I'll finish it. Because I'm here. It's my calling. I, I have a responsibility to do this thing. Ask him, what's your, what's your gift? Ask him, what's your gift? It's it, it is what is supposed to make you great, your gift. And that's why you're not great. That this is the single reason why you are not great. Your gift is untouched. Take from him and give to another. That's why nobody knows you. That's why you are in church and you are, you are doing something in church. Nobody knows that your business or your activity. Nobody knows who you are. But you think you are a very big man in yourself. Tell somebody you are just a little crow somewhere. Nobody knows who you are and the most painful thing those who think that they have some small money your small money is actually very small <laughs> because they are rich people they are rich people yeah so you have small money you are going to do a business that you get some uh, uh, twenty thousand. yeah 20000 20000 20000 Somebody's lunch. Somebody's lunch. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I'm telling you, somebody's lunch is twenty thousand. One day, I saw some people drinking tea 800 cities. Hey. Drinking tea, hey. tea. I sat by them. We drank the tea some. Eight hundred cities drinking tea. He said, "You have money." So you have money. Tea. Drinking tea. Tea and and, and cupcakes. 870 CDs, I I remember. 870. No, 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 no. Your gift has been neglected. That's why you are not doing well or you are not known. And and you see, listen, this, this man is a doctor and he's known there are other doctors who have come and gone you don't know them you don't know them other doctors have come and gone through this church you have never even heard about them because the doctoring is not a gift it's the pastoring yes that's why we know him it's the pastoring not the doctoring And every gift that is developed, it is done by repeated operation, repeated use. Every preaching, teaching, uh, uh, healing, praying, whatever gift it is, singing, whatever gift it is, it is developed by repeated use. You do it over and over and over again. Over and over and over. Keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. That's why, you see, the Basenta is, is prophet's blessing to us. It's a blessing to us, the Basenta. is a place to go and try your useless preaching until it will improve and become better for a convention or a crusade. Yeah, yeah. You start from that place. Where When you preach, God, they don't know anything and they're happy. You can preach rubbish. They'll clap for you. Oh, yeah. Paul and and his wife, Silas. I don't for you. they don't cry for you. But you are learning how to preach there. And so one day you have become a master preacher. They will come to you. They are doing crusade convention. Come and be our speaker. And here you are. I'm the one. But you begin in a little place. Number six. Tell God today we started at six. I'm I'm happy we can finish this thing. Like by now, we are about starting not long ago. Number six, shepherds must develop their loyalty. Hey, their loyalty. They must develop it. Tell somebody, you must be trusted. Ah, that loyalty is that you are faithful, it means we trust you. That's all. That's what loyalty means. We can trust you. Many people, we don't trust them. That's why they lock their doors. That's why they put their pin number secret code forever and ever. Amen. They don't trust anybody. Why? Because they have seen some before. Even children can be untrustworthy. Yeah. Loyalty is to be trusted. And you must be trusted. And you must develop. You are trusted from very simply just coming to church. Just coming to church is the first place where we can trust you that you will come. There are some I know they will come. Some I'm praying they will come. Yeah. Choristers, ushers, every every, uh, uh, role in church, there are people in that position. Who, some I know they will come. And some I pray they will come. And some I know they won't come. Just for Christmas, Easter, uh, International Sunday, and then other occasions. They won't come. First stepping stone is that you must be trusted to come. And keep coming. Then too, you must be trusted to do whatever you are assigned to do. Faithfully. We should trust you. Trust you. that That's loyal. I can trust you to do something for me. After that, we begin to give you things. Nobody gives his car key to somebody you don't know that he can drive. No, I need to know you can drive and drive well. I need to trust you before I give you my precious things. Yeah. Are you here this evening? Who who trusts you? Who asking about who trusts you? Who has given you anything of value to keep? The most valuable thing that can be given to you is somebody's child. the most valuable thing that can be given to you is somebody's child. For a parent to ask you, I'm putting my child in your hand. It's a trust. I trust you with my child. Take him away. Because people have done so many bad things with children and, ah, oh, no, no, no. It's, it's terrible. It's really terrible what has happened to abuse trusts for for somebody to go to somebody's house and say i'm his pastor and you are welcome it's a great trust yeah it's a great trust but few are there because we haven't developed our loyalty our trustworthiness Yeah, are you here this evening? You should be trusted. With money, with authority, with, with uh, um, I mean, what one man said, nobody gets my microphone to stand at the pulpit. Why? I don't know what they will see. Which is true. Because what they say from there it has gone out. You can't recall it. It's gone out. But when, when somebody has... I, I know what you say. I trust you. It's easy to give you things. I, I, are you here? Yes. Ask anybody. Who trusts you? Who, who, is, who has put anything in your care? It's a sign of trust. It is a sign that you are a loyal person. We trust you to do something. Cornsters don't come. Ashes don't come. Church members even don't come. They're not trusted to I, I cannot now put my whole faith on you. I went to a place some time ago and there was to be a choir but there was no choir, and they were playing their music from their PA system. And the guy said, these days, the chorus says, hmm. Hmm. Well, that's, that's the answer. It was the wedding. The chorus says, hmm. <laughs> so I just played the music. I said, it's an idea. For my next wedding, we just record all the songs. Chorus don't come. Instrumentals didn't come. Hey, be there. You won't come, Be there. We we'll just use our, our P.A. system and play everything, because if we could trust them all to come, we would never have bothered to go and get all these loops and things. If we can trust you to play it well, I just come and sit down and do something and, and go away again. Are you here? Listen to this. We need trustworthy people. Otherwise, we will never build anything big. Do you hear me? We need trustworthy people. Otherwise, we will never build anything big. Only small, small. Whatever one man can do is all that we can build. And so to be a good shepherd... And a good shepherd will start from a small place and grow and into a higher, bigger, stronger, more beautiful environment. That's a good shepherd. Improve, improve in whatever you are doing. What's the first thing uh, we're called to, to? First area. Hey, I, I can't trust you with my message. What's the first area? At the back, you those who came late, at least you can hear from us. The first area is what? Ability to fight. The second area is a conscience. That inner voice, that will tell you, stop it. Right or wrong. That voice. Everybody must hear that voice. Everybody, everybody. Number three. What are the godliness characteristics? Love mercy, just kindness, you can add them all. Yeah. Be a, be a nice person. Be a nice person. Godly. I'm like God. A very good God. Number four. Do you have one? As you see, it is very useless That you hear this message and then go home, and by tomorrow you still don't have one. It is it is a waste of my time that I'll come and tell you this, and you say, "Oh, I don't have any. You don't have any. No problem." That's why I came. So those who don't have will get, and you start thinking, "Hey, what can I pursue?" Then those, I start thinking. Then let me ask my pastor, what are the options? But I just come in here and say, hmm, hmm, it sounds interesting to you. Then you go away. Nothing has changed. No. Number five. How many know they are gifts? Can I see your hand? You know your gifts. Oh, raise your hand well if you know your gifts. Look look around. Look, no, no, just look around. Look, just look around at all the hands that are down. Just look around at all the hands that are down. Then you see how, how deprived we are as a church. We are deprived. We are, we are made desolate. Because the gifts are locked up. And we are a car with four cylinders; only two are working. Only two are working. The car is struggling. It's not. It can't speed. It can't speed. It can't go fast. Why? One cylinder is not working. Because many of our gifts are locked up in ignorance. Number six. And what is loyalty that we can trust you we can trust you when you say i pay tithes we should trust you but i don't oh many christians say they pay tithes. it's not true tap your neighbor say i think you are one of them i hope you are not one of them i hope you're not one of the lying christians who say i pay tithes but the last paid in april that's their last payment, April, but they say, Oh, I pay tithes. And those who pay flat rates, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, no matter what, no matter what has happened, they, mean, their salary is, 700, and they are paying 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, because last year it was 20, and they've kept the 20. Number seven. This is important. For those who are aware they are pastors. Develop their ability to be examples. 1 Timothy 4.12 1 Timothy 4.12 Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Be an example. Second Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 7. Second Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 7. For you yourselves know how we ought, how you ought to follow us. For we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. We behave properly. Among you. Verse 8. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught. But wrought with labor and travail. Night and day. That we might not be chargeable to any of you. I brought no bills to anybody. For my personal comfort or gain. I didn't make anybody care for me by force by verse 9 not because we have not power but to make ourselves an example we 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 are conscious and we make ourselves an example if you are a shepherd you should be aware that you are an example And you should be an example. If you are a pastor. You are a shepherd. And you have sheep. If you are a father. And you have children. I always ask any father. What are you teaching your children? What are you teaching them? That man who said. Hey, come on. The child had it. Just one lesson. <laughs> he had it. Actually, yes. uh, what he said was not come out, but I can't see what he said. He said something else. Make yourself an example. Amen. Amen. Are, are you here this evening? Yes. Make yourself an example. People. I mean, you see, every time I stand up, I draw attention on myself. Straight away, I'm an example. I'm aware I'm an example. It is very important to be aware that you are an example. Two reasons. Why it is important to be aware that you are an example. Reason number one is that people are looking for somebody to follow. They are looking they want they have no role models. That's why they say Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Abedi Pele. They have they they don't know anybody else. So the person I know who is somebody I want to be like him I be like him anybody who says somebody I want to be like him yeah they want to follow somebody many children they are looking around at, their, at they, they, they don't know what to do with their lives I became a pharmacist because of my big brother I didn't understand pharmacy one bit I didn't know what it was my brother was a pharmacist. I just followed him. That's all. Is it complicated? No. That's why I'm here. Yeah. People want to follow somebody. So be aware that they are looking around. Be the one they will follow. And the second reason why you should be mindful of being an example is people are looking for somebody to criticize. They are looking for pastors to attack them. I want to see a pastor who is flashy. Then, uh aha, you see, that's how they all are. And so you must be aware that somebody is looking to criticize. So be a good example. Be a good example. A pastor, you must be able to control yourself and behave well. When you are a pastor and go to somebody's house, and they give you food, don't eat. Don't eat. Because sometimes you are too happy to eat. <laughs> and you eat everything, and they'll chew their bones and everything. And, and when you're not careful, and you go, and you begin to expect food, when no food comes, you begin to make some comments. Oh, I know someone like that. A pastor must know that you are an example for better, for worse. Yeah. So you must live like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, you know, one day I was driving with my son. And then we came to, there's a policeman here. <laughs> Did he come today? We came to a red light many years ago. I I came to a red light. No, it was not red. It was yellow. As I was coming, I wasn't planning to go. And then, as I was almost there, I remembered, hey, I have to go somewhere. So I pressed to go on. And then it became red. But I went. Then my son said, you are a pastor. (laughs) What if your member saw you? And that's how life is though. That's how life is. You are walking somewhere. Look, I've been to places many times eh, and someone will come, a hey, stranger. Hello, pastor. Hello, pastor. One day I went to some place B. they was doing some youth, uh, youth something. I said, oh, this one. I, I, I wasn't going there. I was passing there. But I saw all the youth were gathered. I said, oh, what are all these people doing there? And I was just there passing. Then I saw some two girls. They were there. Now look at me. I said, "Ah, I've been seen. I don't even know who they are. But that is how it is. When you are a shepherd of people, you are a role model. You are are somebody people look up to. You must behave well. I didn't hear amen. amen. You must dress well. Yeah. You must dress. Don't follow fashion. I said, don't follow fashion. You are a lady and you are a shepherd. You cannot let fashion guide you in your dressing. You are a useless, lousy shepherd if you do. Because fashion will make you dress in a very unchristian way. And look. You see. Over the years, I've bought many wedding gowns for people. I don't give conditions, but I try to convey my thoughts. Don't come to church as a Christian bride showing half your body and all your back. I don't say don't buy. Only one person I told don't buy. Yes, I don't say anything. I just make my preferences known. You are a Christian bride. You are coming to church on your wedding day. All your breast is showing. What? What for? You are a Christian girl, and you are you are showing all your shoulders, all your back, everything, even small belly. But I mean, what? What are you? What is the point? What is the point? What are you? So those under you, what should they do? What should they do? I don't know why I'm quiet, but it's okay. I'm closing. You'll be surprised at how many people follow your hairstyle, your dressing, the car you buy, and other things. You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed at how many people are looking at you that you don't even know them, and they are copying you. And they are using you as an argument in their homes, because you wear this. They are also wearing some, and they are arguing that I can do it. Why? Because my pastor, my this shepherd, is doing some. In the same way, if you do the right thing, you empower their hands to do right. Hallelujah. There are some things there eh, because you are a shepherd you cannot do. That's all. That's all. You cannot do it. It's legal. It's okay, but you cannot do it. Yeah. You cannot do it. There are some things you you can't do it. You can't go to some places. You can't wear some dresses. You can't do some things. You can't do it. It's, it's, It's a price you must pay. That's all. That's
0: all.
1: I accept it. I can't do many things. I can't do many things. I accept it. It's part of my, my price. Yeah. Mm. It's okay. It's developing to become the pastor that I am. And the last one a pastor must develop an all out attitude. A pastor must develop an all-out attitude. 1 Timothy 4.13 Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them. That's the key thing. If you want to be a shepherd, you've got to be a shepherd. You want to be a good shepherd? You've got to be a good shepherd. And be a shepherd. Go all out. Listen. What does Revelation 3, 15, 15. I wish you were hot or cold. I wish you were hot or cold. Because you are not hot or cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Be a, be a shepherd, or just be a human being. But you can't be a shepherd and you don't come and you're a shepherd and you don't pray and you are a shepherd and you don't do. Ah, you are no man's land. A bit of this, a bit of that. No, listen. Decide what you want to be. Are you here this evening? Are you here this evening? I'm talking to how to be a good shepherd. Decide that I want to be a shepherd and do it. Be the shepherd you want to be. It's a choice. That's what uh, uh, um, Peter told Ananias. It's for you. The land is for you. The money is for you. Don't tell me 10 cities when it's 15 cities. Say 10. It's for you. It's for you. Say do what you want to do, but don't come and pretend that I want to be a shepherd, you know, but underground, you have a double life. Don't come and be a shepherd superficially, and then you don't come, you don't pray, then your shepherds, your sheep are scattered, and you are eating kebab, one sheep's leg, you are eating it. What kind of shepherd are you? What kind of shepherd are you? If you are a shepherd, shepherd them well. Jesus had compassion. That's the godliness in him. I saw people, they were helpless, it moved me. If you are a shepherd, shake your neighbor. Say if you are a shepherd, be a shepherd. Shake your neighbor, shake him, hold him by the dress. Say if you are a shepherd, do it well. Do it well. Go all out. Don't do it half, half. They say, Oh, I come, then Sunday uh, is four o'clock. I'm going home. You are going four o'clock, Sunday. Sunday, you are going home four o'clock. Sunday, you go home before sunset. Tell me you're a useless shepherd. Sunday, the sun is shining and you are heading home. What kind of person are you? No. Sunday, the sun must not see you in your house. You leave home before sunrise, get home after sunset. That's a proper shepherd. Go for the shepherd, man. That's the... you You don't... Sunday, siesta. (laughs) Tell them you are joking. Sunday, siesta. You are are resting. I'm doing, you have assignments. I do it on Sunday. You are mad. You are mad. If you are a proper Christian, Sunday is out of bounds. Either do it Saturday night or Monday morning. Sunday, don't plan anything for Sunday at all. Don't plan it. Sunday is bent. It's gone. It's gone. There's no Sunday. There's no hope. No hope. If uh, one Sunday, I think it was Christmas or Easter or something, I forgot him Then we had my wife warned me she come home early, so we all closed. It was I it was Christmas or Easter. Then we closed at after service. Then we all went home. It was a Sunday Christmas. When I got home, I was sick. I was feeling ill. What is going on here? Today is Sunday. And I'm home. Something is doing me. I can't I can't believe I'm home on a Sunday at, at this time. No. So it's Christmas. It's still it's still people are still out there in need of pastors. Christmas, very few. I don't, don't come. Look, make your plans. Don't add me again to your plans. Because it's People are still out there looking for a shepherd. Is that Christmas? No, 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 no. So your family also needs you.
0: Shakataya. Rabanda.
1: We are those who give up our families. Our wives and our children. We give them up. That's We will get them back in the regeneration. Tonight, may you be a good shepherd. May all these areas be activated in your life. May you not be a good Christian who is doing his best, but a good shepherd who is excelling in the calling by which God has called you. And as you you serve the Lord, may you rise higher and higher. Oh, yes. I see somebody rising higher and higher in the simple act of... I, I became as a shepherd. I just started as a simple shepherd. When I was going to Tamale, I tell you, some of you know more than I did at that time. But I went because I wanted to go. I was going all out. I was going because I believed in that thing. And I went in my ignorance, but in my strength and in my zeal. God of the faithful. That same God will be faithful to you. That same God who took me from way back as an unknown pharmacist, speaking in an unintelligible English, has brought me, after many years of gradually growing me and developing me and helping me to do better and better each time, has has brought me here tonight may you be the next person to be lifted up pray for yourself God lift me up God develop me God help me to do well pray for yourself you know when we say pray let's pray let's really pray lift your voice and pray just begin to talk to God and pray open your mouth and pray audible voice and pray let the house be full of prayer let the prayer revert in the house, let there be an echo. In the house, let a sound reach up to heaven. Let voices be heard. Let your neighbor wonder: Are you ag- agitated? Are you under pressure? Let there be real prayer. Kataya, rabanda, Lift your voice. Lift your hands and just talk to God tonight, Lord. Develop me. Develop me. Let me increase in all my areas. All the eight areas are uh, my loyalty, my giftings, my, my, my spiritual uh, pursuits, uh, my, 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 my ability to fight a warfare, my conscience. Uh, let me increase, O oh Lord, in all these areas. Rabah uh, kataya. kataya. Rebe yandi. Rebo yanda. Rabbe kaseyndedi. Kaseyndedi. Rebo nda yandedi. Hey, hey 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 here lord here am i here my lord i'm not qualified i'm not qualified but as i pray lord lift me up i shape me up as i draw closer and closer lord transform me transform me make me more and more like jesus more and more like jesus uh but lift your voice tonight oh yes talk to god ask him tonight 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 change me make me more like jesus Make me more like Jesus. Make me trustworthy. Make me trustworthy. What you have given to me in my hand. Let me hold it loyally. Let me hold it faithfully. Lift your voice tonight. Lift your voice tonight and pray. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Here we are, here we are. Send a shitty book Re thunder, re katanda, Rebende de 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 Kataya, Robonda, Rabbeka send de Katidianda. Hey, Yamanda de kataya. Develop us, oh God, um, into better shepherds, uh, into better shepherds, uh. develop us. Uh. May we grow, may we increase in strength, in maturity in skill, in anointing uh, whatever it is uh, help us to improve uh, help us to improve uh, from one degree of glory to another ever being transformed ever being transformed uh, we are being changed uh, we are being changed uh. place a hand on your head your shoulder, your stomach wherever you like Lord anoint me Lord anoints me, uh, Lord anoints me uh, Anoint me. But Help me, Lord. Holy Spirit, power. Holy Spirit, power. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Be with me. Empower me. Work through me. Make me to be a better and better and better model. Improve me. Give me power windows, power steering, power brakes. Make me to a powerful car. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, city let it be my story that I'm improving. I'm improving. The anointing is increasing. The anointing on me is increasing. Many, many can see. More and more can see. I'm changing. I'm changing. I'm becoming more and more like Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. As I follow harder, as I follow harder, I'm becoming. I'm becoming. I'm becoming. Rabanda kataya. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh, my future. My future is not a house or a car or a job. My future is not on this earth. Uh, this earth uh, is a stopping stopping stone. Uh, this earth uh, is a stopping ground. Uh, I mean I'm a pilgrim. I'm a pilgrim. I'm passing through this earth. Uh, heaven. Uh, heaven is my home. Heaven is my destination Lift your hand And thank the Lord For the opportunity For the privilege Of being a pastor Being a shepherd No man called you But God Men didn't trust you With your sons But God said Go out And watch my sons Go out And keep them for me Go out and gather them and teach them for me. God has sent you out on the mandate. Men didn't trust us. Men didn't respect us. Men didn't regard us. But God did. But God did. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege, for the honor of being a shepherd. Of being like Jesus. What Jesus was, so am I. What Jesus was, so am I. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. a Lord, from tonight, from tonight, I promise I will do my best. From tonight, I'm going all out. I'm going all out. This is what I have said I will do. It's my choice. It's my choice. I have made a decision to be a pastor. I've made a decision to serve you. I made a decision to go all out, and tonight, oh God, I'm going all out, I'm going all out, I'm running, I'm running hard, I'm running hard, I'm running faster. I'm doing my best, I'm doing my best, so help me God, I lay my all down, I lay my all down, I'll pay the price, whatever it is, I'll pay the price, tonight, go all out, go all out, Go all out. Run. Run. As hard as you can. As fast as you can. Run. Go all out. Lay down everything. Everything. uh, Whatever it is that you value. Lay down. Look at the athletes. They have nothing. Only one shoe. No socks. No trousers. No nothing. Just one signet. One pants. One shoe. That's all they have. They are very rich. But they have nothing. Why? They are running. They are running all out to lay down everything uh, and run all out, run hard, run fast, forget what you have, forget your position, forget your job, forget your family, forget your wealth, forget your future and just run hard for Jesus, uh. run hard for Jesus, uh. make your name serving him, let your fame be in church, uh. be known, be known as a man that serves the Lord, uh. lift your hand this evening. So Lord, let an angel anoint me, an angel touch my hand. Yes, Lord, I need help, I need helper, supernatural helper. Tonight, let that help come, let that help come, let it come upon me. Let it transform me, let it transform me into a good shepherd, Lord. Let all these areas in me. developed let all these areas in me become advanced become more useful more powerful and help me to be a greater worker in your house thank you thank you thank you so very much in jesus name all the saints said amen amen